trivia night. I've been doing trivia night. Um, and I just want to say that we had big cats as a category and absolutely crushed nice. it. Because of they're the, the best animals Googles. on the planet. Well, right. But also from all the work we've done on the pod, which has been great. Are you guys still undefeated? Uh, so we've... It's seven weeks we've gone uh, five victories, two second places. Okay. Um, so, yeah. It's pretty sad. You're, pretty, the, you're the points pretty, leader. Pretty, pretty for sure. good. Yeah, we're pretty, pretty good. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. This is episode 645, coming to you from the high school home of Jamison Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland. It's the Dr. Jason Triplett. This show, we're going to make some playoff predictions, and if we have time, we'll answer it on Google. Uh, joining me this week are two of our analysts, Coast to Coast, like Buttered Toast. First, from Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles. It's John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up on Debeatables? Uh, still missing Joe. Shout out. Um, also, 645, I specifically remember making a bet with a friend uh, many years ago. Uh, it said $100 uh, that... I wouldn't make it to episode 645, so um, don't know that guy anymore, and uh, he owes me 100 bucks. 645? Hyper specific. No, it's, it's, it's a lie. I, I This is all a joke. I did make the same bet. I made the bet with the guy that uh, Kevin Durant would into the top five in scoring of all time, um, and I feel like I'm going to win that bet, but I don't know that guy anymore. Yep. So I remember that. You were like, <laughs> you were like easy money. Easy money. 20 years from now, I'll be getting a sweet 100 bucks. And I didn't keep that friendship. So. Maybe I'll just like find him on Facebook and like make him pay up. That'd be a If you move. remember his name. I, I do remember his okay. name. Also for that 645 thing too, right? I'm definitely getting an extra 100 bucks. Yeah, convince him of that. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember we did this? Do you remember? <laughs> And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What's going on, fellas? Uh, I'm the one who said you wouldn't make it to 645. So. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll send your money via Venmo. Sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet money. Sweet, smart gambling money over here. <laughs> uh before we start the show, just want to remind you folks that you can support us every time you shop at Amazon. It doesn't cost you any extra. Just follow the link in the show notes or go to the undebeatables.com slash Amazon. Uh, what am I giving a shout out to? Shout out to uh, taxes. Pay your taxes. Oh, boo. 
Definitely not doing that. I've but... already paid them, and it wasn't great. <laughs> Come get me, government. <laughs> don't, don't yeah, yeah, they they will. The IRS just got an eighty billion dollar infusion of money, so they've done it before. Yeah, they'll do it yeah. again, my friend. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the fight you want to pick. No. <laughs> a lot of paperwork. All right, boys. Well, the playoffs. We're recording on Sunday. This will come out on Thursday, and the playoffs are starting on Saturday. Woo woo. And we are going to try to break down some of these series and make our predictions. We do this every year. We try to keep track of who picks the winner of each series. We also try to pick the number of games. So if you get the winner, you get a point. If you pick the number of games, you get a bonus point. Uh, Joey's not here this week, so we are going to select all of the crappy teams uh, for him. And... uh, yeah, let's get started. You guys want to do East Conference or West Conference first? Start in the East. All right, start in the East. I will say East that I just bias. I made a copy of my playoff predictions from last year. Uh, there's no scoring on here, so I don't think that. Oh, we I never think, revisit. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, I'm glad yeah. I'm going through the effort of making the spreadsheet. Then, cool. Yeah. <laughs> We definitely do it, but I don't think we ever revisit it. We we've done it. We've we've we've, we've won, done the points at some point for sure. No, people have won the playoffs for sure. I remember this. I remember you know, we've done this for like twelve years. I feel like I'm Joey sure kicks our ass this sometimes. Year. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, and we try to forget it. Well, Harper Harper forgets to hit save on that yeah, exactly, spreadsheet. Exactly. Miss a prediction show. See how it goes for you. <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, Eastern Conference. The number one seed are the Milwaukee Bucks, fifty-eight and twenty-four. Uh, ostensibly the best player in basketball, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Bunch of veterans, tons of experience. They have a championship ring that they won two years ago. Uh, no, a while ago. Anyway, they won a they won a ring. I forget when it was. Time's a flat circle. Uh, they are playing a mystery eight seed, so. Basically, we're all probably picking the Bucks against whoever they're going to play, uh, unless there is somebody that you guys see in the play-in group that you think so, might uh, beat the Bucks. So it's Bulls, Raptors, Hawks, and who? Heat. Heat. Oh. We we all like we all heat. pick. I think they're. We all uh, pick the Heat to gonna, be the seventh beat the hawks and get to the seventh seed so i'm gonna say that nobody has a chance against the bucks um i don't even want to give anybody a game i'm going uh buck sweep oh i already had you down for okay. anybody not milwaukee for because i had you down for milwaukee for is anybody not not milwaukee for uh I, i'll get i'll give them i'll do milwaukee in five right, milwaukee in five to mystery team x um i i think uh what about a I think a douchebag sweep is definitely possible. Oh, you think they'll be sleeping you know? in game one? and Yeah, sleeping in game one, and the Hawks, you know, the Hawks put up, you know, 150 or something. Maybe. Yeah, no, I'm the still Hawks. going four. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, what about Joe? Uh, I gave him a walk-in seven. Okay, sounds good. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that's I'll fair. get a point. <laughs> Pick the right team. I'll get a point. Yeah, I'll get a point. 
All right, then moving down the ladder, the two-seeded Boston Celtics are going to face the winner of the Hawks-Heat game, which we all think will be the Heat. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Harper, you want to lead us off? Yeah, I got Boston for two. I don't think that they're set to mess around with. Well, I don't know. I'll get Miami game in that one. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I if, if it's the Hawks, uh, this is a sweep. But I'm gonna assume it's the Heat, and I'm gonna go Boston in six. Uh, I don't know what to say about this one. Yeah. So the the caveat with the Celtics is they have a first time head coach, um, and if they play the Heat, uh, Eric Spolstra is gonna coach the pants off of that guy. But yeah, I think the the Celtics are the better team, obviously. Um, I'll take the Celts. I'll take seven, though. Celts and seven. Oh. Hmm. Of course, if they play the, the Hawks, it's a sweep. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like their their GM may come down out of the office to help with the coaching duties. <laughs> if they're facing <laughs> Spolster. Uh, yeah, so I think Joe was doing a Boston sweep then, since we didn't pick that. Sure. That sounds great. Wow, we're flying through this, guys. Good job. Um, well, because we didn't, we don't know who's. Oh playing yeah, that's who. right. Now who's it gets. Extra. <laughs> I think it'll get more juicy as we go. <laughs> You're right. I got ahead of myself there. All right, all right. Juicy matchup here in the three. Be, this, this, yeah, this, this pot will be done in. 10 yeah, that's minutes. right. <laughs> we're gonna get like eight on the Googles in. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, the three seated Philadelphia 76ers taking on the six seated Brooklyn Nets. A matchup of titans here. Joel Embiid, James Harden against his former team, Brooklyn Nets, uh, against the ankle taker, Kyrie Irving, and uh, Kevin Durant, uh, and and a, a rejuvenated Bent. Wait, wait, what am I talking about? No. <laughs> the Nets somehow, uh, after the trade of Kevin Durant, uh, continued to play quite well, actually. Um, with her new infusion of talent, ended up forty-five and thirty-seven. Uh, scrappy bunch here. Phillies, you know, perennially a top-seeded team that has underperformed in the playoffs. We will say uh, this has probably been the best season that Joel Embiid has put together, um, and Harden is seems to be playing, you know, Harden-esque. He also has his history of flameouts. Uh, so uh, that is an issue. Uh, Colson, what do you what do you think about this? You see any special uh, tricks? The well coached Brooklyn Nets under the tutelage of Jacques Vaughn can use to. So I, I do love Jacques Vaughn and uh, Mikel Bridges uh, is has been uh, very special since his trade uh, and uh, from 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 Phoenix. Also, he's got like a cute little kid who's at the end of every game, apparently, which is just adds um, some uh, some joy to the game. I I don't uh, I don't trust Philly, uh, but I don't think this is the series where they flame out. Uh, I'm giving I, I like the Scrappy Nets. I'm gonna give them two games. I'm gonna go uh, Philly and six. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I think the Nets are scrappy, 
but I, I don't think Philly's trying to mess around too much, so I'll do Philly in five. I think they knock this out in pretty yeah. short order. Yeah, I think Philly really couldn't have helped hoped for a better 3-6 matchup. Right. And that's true. So if, into if, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, with, you know, Embiid, you know, on a... You don't want to play more games than he has to. He's a big, big human. So I got Philly at four. And I think uh, Joey's got the Nets in seven. Mm. Loves. Mm. He loves the underdog in this one. Big He's, Bridges thinks, fan. Well, he also thinks uh, Harden's a, a little bitch, which I don't disagree. So... That's true. I was going to try to name another player on the Nets, and then I just realized that I... Joe Harris. I don't have a lot. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Long-rangey guys. They got a bunch, they got a bunch of, of 6'8 guys. guys, right? Yep, okay. they do. Yep. They just run around their athletes. Yeah, I can't think... Oh, there's like a Wantanabe. Let's see that guy. Who's the right. tallest guy on their team? I thought he was... I thought he ended up in the, with the Lakers somehow. Oh, he did? Okay. Well, damn it! Now I definitely am not going to pick him. Um, they got uh, Spencer. Spencer Dinwiddie is crushing it there, right? Oh yeah, I love that guy. All right, cool. Dinwiddie dollars. Baby. I own a lot of Dinwiddie dollars. <laughs> That's right. It's like three months. Mo- that was the hardest part about filling coin. out my taxes was all the crypto I have. <laughs> like. <laughs> TurboTax oh, is just hey, not they're not suited to to deal with your crypto yeah, but needs. I mean, it, writing that many zeros in a row is tough. Uh, all that shit crashed. Yeah, it kept saying error, error. There's no way you made a billion dollars. I'm like, sure, I did. Okay. I think anyway. Ben Simmons goes for more or less than thirty a game against his former team. More, certainly more. <laughs> Cert. <laughs> I'm gonna go with less. Oh, put me down for less. Bold put prediction. me down for less. <laughs> Would be sweet if Jack Vaughn in a desperate move, you know, they're down 03 and he pulls out pulls Ben Simmons and uh off the street, where is he? <laughs> he's like playing every now and then, isn't he? I don't know. Alright, four or five matchup. This one's actually kind of interesting, I think. Uh the number four seeded Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, led by new acquisition this year, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, uh, killing it. Deep roster, playing some good defense. Going against the Knickerbockers, an excited, rejuvenated New York City, excited about these Knickerbockers uh, in the five seed. Uh, Harper, what do you think about this matchup? Uh, should be the best series out of the out of the Eastern Conference. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch either of these teams a ton during the regular season, so um, you know it'll be a chance to to really showcase these guys. Um, I, I I like Cleveland in the series. Uh, they got they got a lot of ponies in the stable, and uh, God, Mitchell's just a blast to watch. So I, I'm gonna take Cleveland winning in. Six on the road. Mm. Mm. Nice. Mm. Well, let me first, before I make my pick, say that uh, I think we all know that Joe loves, he was born in Cleveland, grew up there. I don't know. Something with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He cares about that team. Uh, so it's a sweep for him. Yep. Cleveland sweep. For sure. Um, I, I would say that um, Cleveland's probably my, my 
maybe my favorite young team uh, that's not the Pacers right now. I'm really excited about them. I, I, I love Spider Mitchell. Um, I, I love uh, Garland. Evan Mobley is maybe my favorite uh, non-Pacer since Kevin Garnett. She's just fantastic. Jared Allen in the front court. I just I just love this squad. They need a basically they need a, a a small forward. They could use a you know a, a twenty eight and four you know with two steals type person at at, uh, at like a Tamika Catchings at their three. You know, twenty eight, twenty eight rebounds. Ah. Four assists. Hmm. Yeah, I think every team in the league is looking for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically everybody needs to make catchings, and I think they win a title. Uh, But uh, outside of that, I I think this is going to be a great series. I think that uh, uh, the Knicks are are really pretty solid. Um, And I think they probably can take... Let's go, let's, let's go seven. Let's go seven. I think I think this is going to be a really great series. Cavs win in seven and um, and then go on to the championship. <laughs> right on. Um, do we know what the story is with Jalen Brunson? Is he healthy? Is he going to play? He like messed up his he hand gonna, or something like that, right? He going to play. He's definitely going to play. They're not going to keep him out. Well, for sure. But is he 100%? Is guess, he 100%? I don't know. Uh, is quickly a really nice backup. He's not as good as Brunson, but, you know. No, but, yeah. Well, so, okay, so. He's a six-man candidate. He's very capable. I, I, mean, I, think, I think he's currently day-to-day. You'd be surprised if he's not there for game one. Yeah, he's got a whole week to rest. Unless there's a real setback, he's there for well, yeah, but he's been dealing with this for like a month, right? Or something. It's been a while. Anyway, I like what the Knicks have been doing this year. They really are uh, kind of a fun team to watch. Like these uh, young guys have started to blossom. Julius Randle has turned back into the good version of Julius Randle, which is fun. Um, and like you said, quickly and, you know, Obi Toppin and those guys are, they get up and down the floor, which is exciting. Um, but yeah, I think Cleveland's just head and shoulders above them. Actually, I think that uh, Mitchell is in the top class of the NBA in terms of scorer, especially scorer down the stretch. And I think that the Knicks are going to have a hard time limiting him uh, when he wants to get his shot. Uh, and I think that their overall team defense is a bit stronger too, which come playoff basketball actually matters you know during the regular season especially this regular season it didn't really matter if you could play defense but now it kind of does so um i'm gonna take the Cavs. i'm gonna take the Cavs in five i think it's actually kind of quick but you're gonna have tibbs screaming ice the whole time you know yep and then i won't have to listen to it for the rest of the playoffs it'll be great <laughs> let's move on to the west here top seed Denver Nuggets, 53-29. They could play any of the playoff teams, the Lakers, the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, or the Thunder. Anybody smell an upset here? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, Denver is, you know, 
Denver was not healthy last year, but they didn't look great in the playoffs either. <laughs> Correct. Um, and, you know, a healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis, uh, yeah, if they if they end up in the eighth seed, uh, could do some real damage there. That I, I don't think that's the most likely scenario. So I think they end up with one of those other three teams. So I think they're fine, but I think I'd still pick them in six. Yeah, but even that says a lot, right? Like the fact that, you know, they were sort of the top seed all year and you're not like automatically they're a four or five game winning the series or whatever. Well, I mean, I think part of the problem is like the there are two or three teams uh, in the East with a better record. Uh, Yeah, they won the West, but the West is filled with 500 teams, you know, and it's like they weren't able to separate themselves from the pack. Um, Jokic has been brilliant. Um, Jamal Murray is very good. Um, I still want a little bit more. Um, Aaron Gordon um, has been a revelation for them at Power Forward, but um, I, he's, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's something missing on that squad. Uh, and, you know, they traded away Bones Highland. Uh, he was their little... Uh, microwave score off the bench but he was bad for chemistry so they got rid of him i think they still kind of miss that um i i'm not saying that they're going to lose in the first round but i am very worried about them as a one seed right now sure um i'm gonna go with if they meet the lakers yeah you're right i think they probably still win um yeah i'm gonna give them Whatever team they play, they're going to win in six. I, I'm with you, Harper. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, the thing with playoff basketball is that you still need shot creators in the last five minutes of ball games, right? And Jokic is amazing as he is, and he can create his own shots, I guess. So It's hard to block. He is hard to block, but I still feel like you need – somebody to break down a defense and sort of get to the foul line at some level. And I guess Jokic, I don't know. Well, I feel like they need like Murray to be 50 a game Murray-ish. in the playoffs. In the, right. You know, exactly. Yeah. Years ago. But that was the difference, right? It was because Murray was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Not because Jokic was doing it right. I mean, I guess Jokic jumped up a level since then, but um, yeah, I kind of think they struggle. I'm, I'm going to take the nugs in, in seven against whoever they play. <laughs> Against the field. Against the field. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think I think Joe's taking the Lakers. Oh, yeah. I, I have six. him down for Lala and six. Okay. Yep. I think that's the right yep. pick. Cool. All right. Which Denug- is not that crazy. Really. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. He might be beating us. Yeah, he might be. He always uh, does. Uh, son of a. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The number two seeded Memphis. Grizzlies will play the winner of the Lakers Timberwolves game. Uh, Memphis obviously is sort of an up and down season this year uh, with all the Ja Morant off court stuff. That being said, the team itself really rallied around Ja, I think, played quite well in his absence and um, uh, even after he's come back have, have continued to play quite well. Uh, locked up the two seed, got some playoff experience last year, um, so they are a hungry bunch. Uh, 
I kind of like them against either the Lakers or the the T Wolves. I mean, obviously, if the Lakers have uh, LeBron and and AD grooving kind of the way they've been grooving, they're going to be a challenge. But I still think Memphis um, is the the team here. I think uh, I'm going to take them in six over whoever they either of those teams. Yeah, they just seem to have it going. Uh, I, you know, I, I agree the Lakers might be trouble for these guys, but you know they've got a lot of dudes playing well. You know, <laughs> it's going to be a sweep if they find the Pel- Pels or the Thunder somehow. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll take them five. You know, um, I feel like uh, it's one of those teams that. Um, you know, it reminds me a little bit of, of uh, the year that the uh, you know the Pacers were the one seed, and then we kind of got in our own heads and crumbled down the stretch. But from immaturity in the locker room and whatnot, but this team has rallied in a way that our Pacers didn't, and they were they were like what um, you know nine and one down the stretch or something like yep. that. Like they've they've kind of bounced back, and. Um, <sighs> You know, a couple of years ago, we were saying we want to aspire to be the Grizzlies, right? We want to we want to be this young and this talented and this in the mix and getting all the experience. Um, they definitely got that experience last year. I still am a little worried about their level of experience and their immaturity. Uh, I think they do get beat by a more mature team. I just don't know if that's the Lakers. Um it might be in the second round. So I'm going to go uh, Memphis in six, no matter who they play. And then Joey has Lakers in six again. Got the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He loves Lakers in six. Yep. Guess both teams. Right. Yeah, seems right. Mm-hmm. Bleeds, purple, and gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, a super intriguing matchup the sacramento kings the three-seeded sacramento kings will take on the six-seeded golden state warriors who uh had some good news this week i guess andrew wiggins is back uh, or will be coming back quite soon so that really sort of completes them uh gets their big three back together uh the kings a beautiful story this year you know uh playing wonderful basketball uh De'Aaron fox arguably all NBA level. Uh, our boy DeMontis Sabonis doing amazing things. Maybe all NBA, all NBA as well. As well. Um, yeah. Very efficient offense. Uh, probably going to have the coach of the year in Mike Brown. And the Warriors, of course, are, you know, defending champs. Uh, you cannot write them off. They have Steph Curry, who played uh, fewer games this year than, than typical, but uh, has been electric when he's been on the floor uh and they obviously have the championship pedigree so colson what are you seeing in this series i am uh super excited about this series i honestly am um i think you know when you talk about inexperience (laughs) a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in you know i i we can't remember that far right was it like chris weber like when was this this is like three decades ago. Um, this is super exciting. And then you, they're going against, uh, you know, the most uh, veteran team in the NBA. That's, 
you know, continued to go the finals over and over again, even when we don't expect them. Their last title last year was, um, I think, a surprise to almost everyone. Um, I think, yeah, they've played up and down all year, the Warriors have. They've played terrible on the road. Um, their record is honestly better than it should be the way they've been playing. I still think they're going to figure out Sacramento pretty quickly. Um, Sacramento doesn't play defense. Um, if they can get some stops, and I think over a seven-game series, they'll be able to figure out how to get some stops. I'm giving uh, Warriors in seven on the road. Oh, I can't do that. They're, these are two of the best fan bases in the in the NBA as well. Like This is going to be electric. Uh, Sacramento is going to lose their minds every time. So is Golden State. I'm going to pick Golden State in six at home. Solid. Thoughts, Harper? I wish I shared my colleague's optimism about this series. Uh, I just I don't think that a team that doesn't play defense can slow down the Golden State Warriors who are playing well. Um, I mean, just so much championship pedigree. Um, and the Warriors do know how to tighten it up when things get tight. So... Um, I, I, I hope that the Kings win this series. I think that'd be great. That'd be super fun. That'd be awesome. The the, the Kings preseason odds at winning a championship was plus 50,000. Wow. <laughs> It'll be, is that is that real or you just made that number? Uh, according to that's basketball fun. reference, yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. So yeah, it'd be awesome if they, if they got mm. to the second round, got themselves some playoff experience. Super fun team to watch. Uh, I'm just, I'm not super sure that they're built for the playoffs generally. And totally lacking experience against uh, the most experienced playoff team uh, is going to hurt them. So I got them in five. I think that's fair. Boo me. Boo <laughs> you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Kings. <laughs> nice. Light the beam. Light that beam. I think it's going to take them all seven games, but I think it's going to. They're going to. Th- that home court. Lighting the beam's going to get him through in Game 7, huh? Yeah. I mean, I feel like... Um, That'd be great. The 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 Warriors last year, their championship was like... I mean, that was a hard, hard road <laughs> that they walked down. There were many times that that run could have gone sideways. And I mean, but for the brilliance of Steph Curry and, you know, great play of... I mean, obviously, these are things that win championships and... Um, I'm a little bit worried about Wiggins, you know, having not played basketball for however long it's been. Two months? <laughs> like most of the yeah, season. Right? I don't know. Like, Jordan Poole's look pretty darn good. In stretches, in stre- like sometimes yeah, I mean, he looks been, bad. It's been <laughs> atrocious at times. But people are just kind of like plugging Wiggins back in, and I don't think that's necessarily going to happen. right? And I think that he's a key person for them to slow down a, a Kings offense that is hyper efficient right um so yeah we'll see i mean this is, the, uh, what this about, is what, what's 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 draymond green gonna do in this thing like he's just gonna, who's he guarding is he, is he sabonis, oh, he's sabonis i guess mm-hmm. yeah For sure i mean he guards uh, him beat right but i'm just saying how quickly is there a fight are we going game Ar- two arvidas is a lover not a fighter my friend <laughs> Dematis. domas arvidas is yes. definitely a lover yes sir. uh Demontis also lover, not a fighter. Yeah, it, um, yeah, it runs in the family. 
But, you know, he also doesn't like getting slapped around. He's going to stand up for himself. We'll see what's going on. He'll stand up for like, himself via the refs. I feel like the, uh, yeah, I feel like Draymond's a little bit of a, a little bit of a bitch. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I haven't seen him lose a fight. It's true. It's true. Well, he sucker punches guys most of the time, so that's not fair. <laughs> I say it was fair. Yeah. I just said he didn't lose. Tends to win. Good point, good point, good point. All right, and Joseph, who do, who are we picking? Joseph here, he loves Lakers. Oh, he's Lakers all in on six? Kings. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's Kings and six for sure. Kings, kings and six. six. Wow. Strong, strong pick. Old Go, choice, Joey. Joey. I like it. I got my got my fingers crossed it. for that one. Me too. That'd be great. Just go into Golden State, and just slap the those floor with them in game rich six. ass Silicon Valley fans. That's right. That's right. Last series for us to discuss the Lakers. Oh, no, sorry, the Lakers. <laughs> Joey's got in my brain. Lakers and six. Lakers, Lakers and six. And six. The uh, LA Clippers, uh, the five-seeded LA Clippers, will take on the four-seeded Phoenix Suns, who are fully operational at this point. I fully believe everyone is healthy. Death Star. Yeah. Uh, Durant, they are undefeated, I think, when Durant plays. That is correct. Uh Four seeds, so you know, obviously didn't have the greatest record this year, but still, uh, on paper, you look at the roster and you just pencil them in for the the title. They played most of their year without Kevin Durant, so that's an excuse. Right. Uh, and the Clippers, it Paul George is healthy or not healthy? He no, is not healthy. Paul George is not he, coming. He out. Is, but, is Kawhi gonna come back? I mean. Do we ever know if Kawhi is going to play basketball? <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi's play. I think Kawhi's Kawhi will play. play at is least he going to shut it down? Like, of the games, like the Mavericks. <laughs> yeah, he plays every other game in the playoffs. Oh, you got to yeah, get rest. That's, that's you know? Yeah, got to manage that load, buddy. That's right. <laughs> so it sounds like none of us are uh, super high on the clips here. <laughs> Despite I mean, what could be have been a very, very Paul interesting George. matchup. <laughs> Yeah, with Paul George, I think this is more interesting. Um, uh, I think this is done. And even if Kawhi is superhuman, which he's quite able to do, um, I've got the Suns in five. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can stop either Devin Booker, Chris Paul, or Kevin Durant, I guess, if you're Kawhi. But you can't stop all three. I just, I don't know. I don't know what to make of the Clippers. It seems like they actually play pretty well without any of their players. So I don't know what happens when you put a star back on the court. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. I just, they're better without their two best players. Maybe, they, they, right? They put a bunch of just like veteran guys on a basketball yep. team. And they're like, hey, you know, go play basketball. They they, they, they win games. I feel Turns like that's they know how to play basketball. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're they're above 500 team. That's what they've created. Uh, but they have two stars that don't play. And if they had their stars, they might be good. And I'm pretty sure they start Zubats. Oh, Zubats is a beast. He might be their oh. best player that actually plays. <laughs> that is not good news for no. you. No, it's not. <laughs> I think the Zubats-DeAndre uh, Ayton matchup is probably going to decide this series. <laughs> okay, I got Phoenix in four. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I think this is a sweep. Twenty every every night. Even even if uh, Kawhi plays, I think it's. uh... You think it's a sweep even with Kawhi? I do. Yeah. And Zubat's putting up forty and (laughs) twenty. You are so fun. Yeah, I mean that only happens against the Pacers, my friend. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely happened against the Pacers. It definitely happened. It's not going to happen against DeAndre Eight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I feel like Durant has a lot. He's a large chip on his shoulder that he wants to, uh, that he will utilize to motivate himself to uh, perform quite well in these playoffs. Yeah. So I just got a text from Joey. Okay. And he said, you know how much I love Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're my boys. He just loves this LA thing. teams. It's his whole thing. He's a Clippers in five. He's, yeah, he says Clippers, Clippers in five. five. He has one yeah. of those jerseys that's like half uh, <laughs> Lakers, half Clippers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I think, uh, you know, as as much credit as Kawhi gets for being like a hyper competitive, crazy human, like Durant is every bit that too. <laughs> right. Right. And he's played a lot more basketball this year. Maybe just the right amount for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he'll be rested and ready for the playoffs. I, I, I mean, in my mind, um, you know, I think Golden State and uh, and the Suns are the the two, you know, best picks to get out of the West in my mind. Yeah, it's, it seems like they're the teams to beat for sure. Yeah. I think it, yeah, and Phoenix has, um, you know, some demons to exercise from last year's playoff run, so. Um, or lack thereof, it wasn't quite a run that they made last year. So, yeah, no, I mean, I think I think Chris Paul's finally surrounded himself with enough people that aren't little bitches like himself <laughs> that he might be able to. Yeah, it was definitely so, it was definitely he shipped out uh, Mikael Bridges. That was the his last. <laughs> the key. No, I'm just, I, I, I guess it was more about a ratio of little bitches. Like he's a little bitch, and so he needs to surround himself by lack of little bitches. I, see. I think that was the, yeah, the anti little bitches. The, yeah, and I think I think Kevin Durant and, uh, I mean, I don't know Devin Booker. I feel like they're dogs, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure about DeAndre Ayton yet, but we'll find out. See how bad he gets whooped by Zubots. That's right. You guys uh, still thinking Cleveland and New York the series to watch in the first round? After having oh, looked at the West, well, I I, I think also Sacramento Golden yeah, State. I, agree I think that. that'll be fascinating. Yep. Like the inexperience, high octane offense, coach of the year. You know, two All NBA players versus the dynasty. Like that'll be really fun. And then uh, the whole world will pay attention to whoever, if the Lakers make the playoffs, whoever they're playing against will be drama, just because it is. That's what they do. That is what they do. We'll see if Anthony Davis can make it through a playing game. Without getting hurt? Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't dive into the front row, as we learned uh, from uh, experience. Yeah. That sucked. All right, well, now that we have uh, settled who's going to dominate the first round of the playoffs, you're welcome, by the Zubats way. Zubats for president! Take take all of your money to the gambling app of your choice and, uh, and send us a finder's fee. Uh, let's move on to America's fastest-growing, most excellent segment in podcast land, the Undegoogables.
Oh, are we doing under Google Bulls? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to, so. <laughs> so it was, so we, we said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Which you can also subscribe to as its own feed if you're interested in that kind of jazz. It's it, What we do here is we try to, to answer a question without the use of Google, but then we Google in the end to figure out if we were right. But the fun of the game is I mean, trying to well, no, I mean, I mean, we were right, but we just confirm it. Right, 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 exactly. And so, okay, so oftentimes we do uh, word or phrase origins, and I had a couple that popped into my head this week. I'm now blanking on the context of of this one, but uh, the concept of somebody being above board, like this was, uh, you know, this decision was above board, or the the way that this person behaved was above board. It was not below board. I don't think below board is a phrase. Well, I think maybe that's where I heard it. Somebody was like jokingly saying below board. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no. So could you give a definition of that, uh, uh, Jason? What were your your thoughts on what that phrase means? I mean, I think it's uh, of a legit process. That's actually what it was. It was a work thing. And we were talking about ways to... uh, circumvent a thing and he was like no but this is totally above board like this is legal like there's not any malfeasance or shenanigans yeah involved with the way that we're doing this this is above board and i was just curious about what Hmm. how that came to be what is the board and why is being above it good and being below it bad well i don't know about uh you harper but the first thing i think of is uh um ships boats I've always connected this to um and why is that i just, I'm, just tell, I'm just telling you what i've always thought of i i always thought of what happens underneath the boat stays is shady and what, <laughs> what happens, happens below deck stays below decks sure yeah exactly okay. and if you're on deck you sort of in the light of day and there's no way to you sort of everyone knows the part of the, the, yeah the decisions that are being made are happening in front of the whole crew where if you're below deck but but that doesn't really quite work because the phrase should be this is above deck instead of above board but I think of ships with boards but you do and stuff. yeah That's so like if thought. you throw somebody overboard like there's there's precedent for board right. being referenced to uh, the deck or whatever you don't throw them off yeah, the yeah. deck even though that would be easier to say on some level right That's although true. strangely That's true. hard to say it doesn't feel right hmm. <laughs> so I, that's how I've always perceived it uh, but I don't know if that's true Jason you were feeling a nautical theme there too huh? yeah I think for the same reasons that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Somehow the the board is the thing that floats on the water or whatever, mm-hmm. and if you're above it, you're good, and if you're below it, you're in trouble. Things could things could go interesting. Wrong. So, my thought on this was actually had to do with like board certification. Oh, okay. Mm. And that if you're above board, then you had passed muster. Um, as an acceptable 
you know. You've been certified. You've been certified, right? Either sure. as a person or an organization. Um, by, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I feel like it's definitely wrong because you know. <laughs> but if you're below, if you're below the board, yeah, if you haven't passed your tests or whatever, it's all sketchy and shady. Do people is are you board certified outside of the context of the medical profession? I feel like there was definitely like like once we thought up meritocracy, like people got very busy making money, <laughs> sure, <laughs> giving, giving away certifications for a while. Sure. I think, so. <laughs> yes, there were lots and of they boards. Have not probably <laughs> yes, yeah, gotcha. With it like a lawyer, it's like passing the bar. The bar. Would that the be bar. a board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above bar. Mm. versus below bar i've spent a lot of time below bar i'll tell you what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so if it's uh a certification thing when do you think that would have come about like and uh when are when are we starting to certify things like uh the yeah, early 20th century i think i i would guess maybe maybe late 19th century is when we really went okay. gonzo with that Sure. I mean, you could just say you were a doctor in the you know the mid eighteen hundreds. What you needed was one of those stripy poles the barbershop has, and you could do right. whatever you that's want. Right. That's, that's right. right. That's, that's right. right. It was a long time till you had to be certified. <laughs> but, but I'm with you. I think <laughs> just like we're good. <laughs> I'm thinking like players. He's a pro. I pulled a tooth once. I cut some hair once. I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some leeches. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, though. I think, like, turn of the century or, like, maybe slightly before turn of the century is, like, when professional, a lot of professionalisms basically became codified, like, uh, professional schools ca- came into being and stuff like that, right? So that makes sense. And, uh, yeah. The other thing I thought, and I don't know why, is that it could be a military thing, like your... Mm. Because you have to be in certain physical condition or something like that. So you have to be above a certain. I guess in all of these things, we're saying that there's a cutoff, right? Which makes sense. Do I have to leap over a board or something? Like if I can't jump over the board, I'm below board. Yeah, I don't know. But like in the military, there's like multiple factors kind of. You have to be both physically Mm -hmm. fit Mm -hmm. and have all the, you know, other aptitudes to not crazy well, enough there, to just was start there a board that was weapon they're about to give you right yeah, yeah was there a board that there was deciding whether you could go to war or not right perhaps yeah mm. yeah that definitely wouldn't have been around before world war one I, I imagine because before that we did not care what kind of bodies no, we, we did not bullets. care are you do you want yeah, to shoot a gun for yeah. us sure you don't. Exactly. <laughs> you're 10 cool <laughs> you're a little old but we'll let you <laughs> um I, yeah so that actually you know some of this stuff does come from military uh we haven't had a ton of it though like i feel like i'm i feel like this is horse racing somehow <laughs> sure sure you know like i mean um you know horses jump over stuff and well i'm just wondering whether like you know there's a there's a lot of gambling on horses and I'm trying to figure out if like, if this is a gambling term, um, whether you're passing the money over the top of the desk or underneath some, yeah. Like I I don't, I don't know. I feel like gambling was just like fully illegal until 
50s or 60s. You know what I mean? Like it was just like a sin that people all just did. But it wasn't codified right, so in could, any way. Could you, could you, maybe that's where it's coming from then, that gambling is happening underneath a board of some sort where above board you wouldn't gamble? You wouldn't, oh, you just wouldn't gamble at all. I see. Yeah. Like, is there a board that you would, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, uh, well, I just always, it's horse racing. Have you ever That's done all. spitballing? Yeah. We should probably do spitballing. Yeah. <laughs> we probably should that. do that. Uh, Might be the next one. The only other context that I <laughs> think of board is in the terms of, in terms of business or organizations, right? Where, mm-hmm. you know, you have an outside board that approves what you're doing as a business or whatever, sure. right? I, I'm not sure if this would apply or anything like that. But I mean, you could imagine that it's, we're doing it in, it's it's okay with the board. So yeah, it's fine. yeah, it's board approved. Yeah, Right. As opposed to completely going rogue, which would be frowned upon. Right. Yeah, actually, that's probably the most obvious answer. Uh, board approved. I'm still going with uh, boating, uh, ships. You got a maritime nautical things, maritime thing, and actually, uh, I'm going with. I don't know if I'm going to go pirates or slave shipping. Mm. You know, like, you know, like, what's going on below decks? Uh, Let's put me in the late 1500s, um, nautical era. Okay. I'm. I think I'm on Harper's original intent now. I think it's bored certified or board approved something like that starting in the early 19th early uh, 20th century oh boy i asked bard and bard says above board means honest and open it originated in the 16th century so colson pretty well nailed that in the world of gambling Oh. Hey. Nice. So, secondary nailing on that? <laughs> At the time, dishonest players would often exchange unfavorable cards under the table so that mm-hmm. others couldn't see what was happening. So to play mm-hmm. above board was to keep your cards above table level so that everyone could see them. I just I assumed that back then if you put your cards below the table, they would just immediately murder you dead. Yeah, you got shot. I just yeah. that's how things worked in America this is a British thing. I don't know. <laughs> That's according to Bart, so we'll find out what the real answer is now. So I so this word is, this de- is worddetective.com, which is a site I'm amazed we haven't been to yet. Uh no kidding. It says similarly, uh, to play above board was to keep your cards above the level of the playing table. The board in the phrase, um it, at the t- common at the time was meant to use t- it was mean meant table, right? Um, and the term board room comes from that derivation as well, that the table oh. room and the board of directors is uh, somebody that, that sits around. And probably it. board games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also extended oh. to mean dining table and the food found there, such as in the terminology room and board uh, oh. and boarding house. Oh, hell. Mm-hmm. We're learning all types hell. of stuff. <laughs> Sweating the Sam Hell. Uh, board is yeah. So board is a table, and it's it's created all these things for us. The first, first known fi- figurative use, fifteen ninety nine. Oh, nailed timeline. 
and also mentioned gambling at one point. So I think go. I get all yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the wins. Get all the points. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing, well, what is this on some dictionary? 1610 said by Johnson. This is poorly cited, though. So, well, this is poorly Johnson. spelled. He plays a boar board boldly, and a I think above has a U instead of a V, and a board is two O's. So, yeah, yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, nice job, Colson. All right, shout out, we nailed it. Nice job, buddy. That's why you come to us. That's right. Uh, spitball, anybody? <laughs> uh, I gotta call it a night, personally. But... No, fair enough. Oh. For next next show, teaser, hey, <laughs> teaser. <laughs> Don't Google it. Just sit on your hands and wait. <laughs> sit and patiently. wait till two weeks from now. You get the answer. That's right. <laughs> All right. Until then, thank you for listening, fans. You can send us your undegoogables on Twitter at undebeatables uh, or on facebook.com slash the undebeatables. We also have an email address, shout out at the undebeatables.com and a website, the undebeatables.com with a contact form there with which through which you could send a a message and while you're on that website hop over to the store link and buy that last t-shirt and just a reminder all this is above board totally yeah for the architect donnie walsh and our once and always hall of fame coach bobby sick leonard turn out the The party is <laughs> No comments. No comments. <laughs> no, no notes. No, no notes. notes. <laughs> that was perfect. No notes. <laughs>